0: Hey y'all, thank y'all for joining me in the zone with Tamika Nicole, where we talk all things sports, more specifically football and basketball, my favorites. But yes, you can catch up on your news, action, game recaps, everything you need. You can find it right here. We got a good show for you today. I'm ready to jump in and get right into it. So let's go and get into the zone. So Simone Biles, one of the greatest gymnasts. I loved watching gymnastics as a kid. That was my favorite Olympic sports to watch. I even got into gymnastics for a little while thinking that I was going to go to the Olympics. It didn't quite happen if you didn't know. But looking at Simone Biles and her deciding to withdraw from the team in all-around finals, in Tokyo, and this shocking news that just shook the Olympic world because this is what we've all been waiting for, what she's been working for, what Team USA, the women have been working for, and she has to drop out. And I've heard nothing but good things and support for Simone as far as the things that I've watched and listened to but i wanted to make sure that everyone put what she had to do in perspective in case there is that misunderstanding of not under of understanding why she would have to withdraw when you're a professional athlete you've been working for this for four years to get to this level you've done it before You're one of the great you're one of the greatest of all time. Why all of a sudden, what's the big deal? Why couldn't she just push through and do it? So I just wanted to put things in perspective a little bit. Now when we talk about sports, we all love our if you're listening to this, is probably because you love sports and then you love Certain players, whether it be football, whether it be basketball, baseball, soccer, whatever it is, right? And sometimes we just get so wrapped up in the game and wrapped up in what these players do. And we forget that these are human beings, first and foremost. Yes, they have to work. So hard, and especially in gymnastics and in things like dance, the dance competition world. If you don't know, they're pretty much spending their lives committed to it just to have chances for these Olympics that only come every four years. They're literally in the gym, no lie, like a work shift, like all day, and then having to. CRAM may be private tutoring for school and a smaller amount of window, but literally for hours every day, that's what they do. And so just imagine the burnout that can come from just that, the pressures. They're not dealing with all nice coaches. They're dealing with coaches that, hey, you're here. Your family is paying me big big money for you to be the best, to be one of the best, for you to have an opportunity in such a on such a platform that only comes every 4 years. So these coaches were tough on them. They were tough on their weight. How much dedication. And you still deal with the injuries in gymnastics just like you deal with any other sport. And so these girls are starting at young ages, you know, three, four, five, six, all the way up until you start getting into that next level. And you're literally working all day, every day, a kid working a job. And their job is to put their body continually through hours Of just flipping and the different apparatuses, the bars, the beam, the vault, and then all the injuries that come from these activities. And so just imagine that pressure, just starting at a young age and then having to work your way up through all these different competitions and getting ready for the Olympics and getting ready to qualify for the Olympics. Now, we're talking about Simone Bio, somebody that was successful, but what about those that were just as hard, but don't make it? Like, that's just crazy to me, you know? Just how much dedication that's put into that, and it's just for a chance. It may or may not work in your favor. And just the pressure that comes from these families, because a lot of times they're struggling to pay for these coaches, these big coaches. And these coaches, like I said, they're about the business. Hey, you're here. You're representing my name, my company name. I need you to be great. So they're going through grueling coaching. They might get some nice coaches, but they're going to get some not so nice coaches. As they're not being coddled even at a young age. They're being critiqued and talked sternly to or yelled at just throughout the, those hours of having, having to work each day. So saying all that to say, just putting it in perspective in your mind and to envision all that's on them and then the pressure from the world and the media It's a lot. It's a lot. And so, to make a longer story short, I applaud Simone Biles for doing what she had to do for herself in front of the whole world, literally. Looking out for herself and what she needed to do and if you don't feel like mental health is a good reason, that's, that's BS. I don't understand that it's a real thing. Just like you can be hurt and injured physically, and that can affect how you perform, the mind is no different. But because we can't physically see the hurt like we do it with a torn ligament with the x-ray or you know, the, the finger bent back for the broken finger. But because we can't see mental things, it makes people uncomfortable, and especially if you haven't experienced anything with it, then you really kind of distance yourself from it because you don't understand, and you're assuming that I don't understand what the big deal is. Until you do experience it, then you're like, whoa. It's no different than somebody that's struggling with diabetes. I don't struggle with diabetes, so I don't look at somebody and say, well, I don't understand why you're dealing with diabetes. And I don't. Maybe you should have just eaten healthier. But that would be an ignorant statement just because I haven't experienced it. to just assume that you just need to eat well when it could be hereditary or something on that line thats or something that they're born with that's out of their control. So anything that's mental, my point, is that it's no different and it has to be addressed. And with a sport like gymnastics and with any sport, but especially when it comes to you flipping in the air and things having to be timed right, If your mind is not in the right space to do that, you could be putting yourself in further damage, you know, further damage physically. So I hope no one is out there judging her for what she had to do. She has to take care of herself. And she did that even if it meant missing an opportunity. So just be mindful that these aren't just athletes and that all of this is just easy for them and where they got from is easy. We see the money that they get paid, and it's like, you get paid to do all that, so just shut up and play. You get paid all this money, but there's a lot of sacrifice and things that we don't see. Yeah, we hear about this player getting hurt, that player getting hurt. We hear about, say, Quan, Dak, People, all people that were injured last season. And we say, oh, look at them. They're doing good. Look how they're doing. Look at this film. Look at how they're working out now. But nobody knows what it takes literally every day when we forget about what they're having to do. That rehabbing is painful because you're having to push yourself. So just be mindful that You know, they're not just entertainment for us. They're putting their bodies on the line. Yes, they choose to, and they love to do it, but their body is on the line, their mind. Even with football, with CTE and football players that end up dealing with depression or may start having violent outbursts. Again, somebody outside of the, that world will look at them and be like, oh, you're crazy. What's wrong with them? What's... And you don't even know it's something that's out of their control that they're dealing with that they just need help for. So be compassionate when it comes to athletes. Like as soon as the athlete's. An athlete can't do what what we expect them to do as far as performing or whatever, and they're declining. We just want to throw them away. Yes, I know we have to make way for for the for the best skills and the new and what's upcoming because it's a competitive league. But just being mindful that these are people looking at Odell and how I feel the media was an issue for him that caused him to act out. Am I saying that he's just a victim? No, there's things he reacted to in a way that I wish he hadn't as a fan of his. But having that catch and the world seeing your greatness and all of a sudden all eyes are on you even more, and they're looking at every single thing you do and judging everything you single thing you do. You can't even walk funny. But not considering, because what I loved about Odell Beckham Jr., OBJ, was that I could tell he was just passionate about the game. He was just good at it. He was passionate about it. And when it started to the catch happening, it was just more focused on him. I just don't think he handled it that well. And a lot of people were judgmental of that. And some things he brought on himself or reacted in ways he shouldn't. So it's a balance. But I'm also saying, again, consider that that's a human being. He wasn't trying to necessarily be like what you see with the actress or when I always in the spotlight yes on the field but maybe not so much every aspect of his life and so maybe that was hard for him we don't know how we will act if every single one of our moves was seen everywhere so these are not just, uh, just these are this the leagues are not just about entertainment for us. Yes, it's entertaining and it's, it's exhilarating to watch and to get into games. But just being mindful that these are people, too, just like we are. Except their stuff is magnified. So, yeah, they're getting paid, but it comes with a price as well. So just think on that. But... Just prayers go out to Simone. I don't know if she's determined if she's going to do individual rounds or not. But I do commend her for taking care of herself and putting herself first, even in front of the whole world. And to just say, I got to do what I got to do. So hats off to her for that. But also just prayers for her. But she's still one of the greats and that's nothing that anybody can take from her and she's realized that so just something that we can learn from Simone so the question was asked to me you know do I think that players Should only have to play where they're told to play or traded to go? Or should they have an option in their career to move teams or do what they want to do? So my short answer to that is yes, but there would have to be so many, you know, stipulations and things around it. Not just players just saying, "Eh, I need to get out. I want to go. Because we know from week to week players get mad at coaches and their teammates. They get in their feelings and they on Twitter and Instagram and everything. So you know they will be requesting trades, you know. So not just like that easy. There would have to be, you know, so many regulations and things or I would say requirements or requirements of being an elite player if you know that your time in the league is winding down and you only have so much time and you're taking these hits and you know you know you only can do that for so long and you've been an elite player in the league then i think you should be able to have that option what elite is they would have to come up with all of that so i can only speak generically but Yes, they get paid all this money. Yes, they're doing what they love to do. But to be told where you go and what you do for all these years and to just to be stuck is not a great way for somebody to have to end when they've put their bodies and their minds at risk in front of, of front of millions of people week to week. They should have some say at some point. So I'm just going to say it just like Brady did it, just like he wanted to go do it somewhere else and create what he wanted around him. I know everybody's not going to get that luxury. But to be able to go out because he knows his time is winding up. And we've known what he's accomplished what he means to the game yes there's been scandals but he was able to do that just because of who he was but I don't think that he's the only one that has that should have that ability I don't think Aaron Rodgers should be the only one to have the ability to have this much control over sports media for months over what he's going to do just because he's, I don't know if he's going to leave at this point or if he's going to, they say they, they might have come to an agreement that he agrees with to play one more year for them. But I don't think it should be just certain people that get that opportunity. There are other great players. And so that's why I would say it would have to be something that evens the playing field and Keeps everybody under the same rules and regulations of how it would be done. I think Deshaun Watson has more of a reason to do it than Brady or Aaron Rodgers because he has some issues and grievances there. He wanted to have a say in some things and they left him out. Now you have a coach that got rid of one of his best. Receivers and somebody he clicked with, and they came from the same school. You've you've let you traded him off, and then this coach is let go in the middle of the season. So not only has he gotten rid of a good player, but he's gone. So we're just left with that mess. I want a black coach, and. They give him one, but not somebody that has the experience or knowledge that's needed. So my point is, Deshaun has has had some issues, and there's a lack of trust there and loyalty. He's been there, he's done his time, he's proven himself, and he will be a situation I consider. Yes, allow him to go. It's not a good environment. His heart's not there anymore. And you see it even more so in basketball, where players say, hey, I'm here. I'm going to stay here. DeRozan did that. Westbrook did that. And then, next thing you know, "Um, I know we said you're safe. No, we said you're good. But we decided to, we're going to move on from you. You know, after we said how much we love you and how much you meant to us and we got your back. So... Because players also face that side of things, that's why I also believe they should have a say. Not, you know, everything, we look at how much money they make, but everything comes with a price. So I think that at some point, yes, they should get, there should be a point where it's understood that they should have the option, and opportunity to say, hey, I've done this, this, and this, and accomplished this, and this, and this, Look at my stats, look at my records, the time I put in. I want to end my career or my second half of my career to look the way I want it because I'm the one that has sacrificed practicing camps, missing time with family and friends and doing certain things to be who I am today. So yes, the money is good, but I also want to have a say, and I think that at some point they should. So as we see COVID kind of ramping back up, even though there was still COVID last season and we saw some effects from it, it didn't seem to impact you know, the overall games, they did have to make some game changes of things of that. But like I said, with COVID ramping back up and the additional strains. Now we're seeing so many people in training camps get put on COVID lists and, you know, testing positive for COVID. And I just think it's going to really affect teams and hit teams hard or possibly, you know, if, people aren't taking precautions or, you know, I know there's only so much you can do, especially being around a team or whatnot, but just how excited you get when your team looks good on paper, but then you deal with the injury bug happens and that wipes away that. And then to imagine now to add a to have to add COVID being an issue that you also have to look out against and how that can affect who's playing, who's able to play, who's not able to play, who's on that list. So now we got our injury list, we got our COVID list. We saw Lamar get COVID again. He dealt with that last season. And even with him and Cam Newton and different players coming back, it seemed to be a little bit of a struggle for them to get back you know, up to par. It's like they had, we're still trying to get that full strength back. So I just think it's going to be something to see, to see, Now, I would love for it not to be an effect it has on teams and the NFL, that it would just go away. But the fact that it is an issue, it's just a possibility that the dynamic of your team from week to week, could change, you know, based on test results for COVID and whatnot. So just a thought of just how that could affect, just like we saw injuries be an effect of how we know certain teams or we, you know, quote, unquote, say, oh, this team would have made it had everyone been healthy and how injury just changed dynamics. But even having to add COVID on top of that, you know, like with CP3. So just something to think about and to, to have that we'll have to look out for as, yes, we're gearing up for this NFL season and it's going to be great, exciting, but we just got a lot going on out there. so. I wanted to take time and thank you specifically for taking time out of your day to listen to In the Zone with Tamika Nicole to get all your sports news. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, opinions, anything you want discussed on the show, please hit me up at Zone at gmail.com. That's T-A-M-I-K-A-N-I-C-O-L-E-Z-O-N-E at gmail. And please help me out by sharing my podcast with anyone you know that's a sports lover, whether it be your homeboy, homegirl, anybody, please share my podcast. That'll help me out greatly. Also, you can find me on the following platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. Just look for In the Zone with Tamika Nicole and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thank you again, and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Bye.